Welcome to The Pod Has Been Cast, Book One, Into the Void. Hello, world. Hello, Portugal. Welcome back. Portugal. We Number three in Portugal, baby. <laughs> we we um, have been trying to track analytics for this show as best we can, and we came across a website that told us we were very shortly number three in improv in Portugal. So mm-hmm. we're sending and all of our love to Portugal. We are not afraid to pander to our audience. Really? So this, whole, have this whole episode is in Portuguese. Mm-hmm. Well, well yeah. hey. No. We, took classes, we took classes and we're really? ready to support you all. Sometimes I can barely speak English. So let's not go make a promises we can't keep. If I could pick up Portuguese in the week between these recordings, that would be... um. I would be a, a superhero. <laughs> um, who is playing with me today? My name is Robert Leahy. I use he, him pronouns, and I will be playing Xandar Radnax, who also uses he, him pronouns. Hey, y'all. My name is Bianca Phipps. I use they, she pronouns, and I am playing Hart, who uses they, them pronouns. And my name is Carlos Olmedo. I use he, him pronouns, and I play Rain Hallwinter, who uses she, her pronouns. And I'm your Void Master, Jules, and I use they, them pronouns. Mm. All right. When we last left off, you all were about to get into it. Yikes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Don't worry. I believe in all of you. Let's uh, take a second to remember what happened last time and let's dive right in. Last time on The Pod Has Been Cast. My memory is a little hazy, but... After an explosive escape from the Barax, we snuck through the grotto to Shale's crystalline bachelor pad, where I took a wicked nap on the most comfortable futon in the void. I woke up to a notification that Durgan had transferred the title of the Clipper into my name, which I basically got for a song. Hart kept watch while we got some rest, and Rain deployed her techno-tanuki sidekick Tanyo to suss out our host's motives. That fella from the restroom turned out to be a real, real nice guy who decided not to try to sell out Hart for spare parts, but after learning that a new friend might be in trouble, they joined us for a storming of their boss's scrapyard. We slapped together a couple of assumptions into a half-baked plan, did a little recon, donned some disguises, and got ready to bust out brush. Okay, so you are all. <laughs> I can't laugh every time I start. Every you know, time. It just, it just, it's just the, the pause that brings me great joy. One day when we get a Patreon and we release all these like Zoom recordings of like the video version oh, of us doing yeah. this. We'll just do a highlight reel of us pausing. <laughs> of us being like, hmm. Just a completely unnecessary, arbitrary pause. Yeah, yeah. I don't think. Please pay for this. Please pay for us please. just acting like a fool on Zoom. Straight content. 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 Um, you are all approaching the gatehouse of this uh, chop shop. You have assumed your uh, disguises. And um, I think Shale is probably leading the way. And Shale sort of puts like an arm or like sort of puts like a hand on Hart's shoulder, sort of like they're guiding them. Mm-hmm. You know, to sort of it's all this like prisoner kind of routine. Um, are y'all doing anything as you approach? No, I just want to make a quick note that when I walk, I'm trying to walk as best as I can, like a dwarf. So I have like a little bouncing a little bit. I'm trying to make it authentic. Go ahead and roll a performance check. <laughs> disadvantage. Oh, disadvantage. That dwarf made a herky-durky and ride. <laughs> that's, that's a, a spaghetti six. if I've ever seen one. Oh, that's a six. A six? Okay, great. Uh, yeah, you are like sort herky-durky. of... I'm saying it out loud. <laughs> herky-durky, you herky-durky. approach this uh, gatehouse and uh, one of the uh, dwarves inside this house sort of uh, uh, presses like an intercom button and says, hey, why is that one walking so funny? You got something in your pants? No, what am I, made of spaghetti? Hey, <laughs> made of spaghetti, huh? All right, yeah. wise guy. Uh, uh, what are you doing back here, blockhead? Um, Shale sort of steps forward, and uh, Shale says, Save me. I've um, brought another Void Forge for the doctor. Um, these are some... 
new recruits. Heart waves <laughs> just from behind. <laughs> oh, yeah. Here to meet with the doctor, are you? <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, but we didn't hear nothing about no new recruits. Well, oh, here yeah. we are. <laughs> uh, yeah, hey, brother. Uh, yeah, we, uh, you know, we're, this is our void forward. So, so we came to make sure we get our uh, piece of the pie. I don't know. I think I gotta tell Festus about this. You see, he's like sort of reaching for a uh, radio. I lean over to Shale and I say, who's Festus? Is that a bad thing? Uh, Festus is the boss. Uh, Actually, that won't be necessary. I'll be taking them directly to Festus. Uh, Shale's gonna roll a deception check. Uh, Since y'all's disguises are sort of helping Shale, I'm gonna give him advantage. Okay, uh, Shale rolled a 17. Their nice. charisma bonus is, oh, plus two. So that's a 19 for Shale. Um, they uh, stop reaching through the radio. They're like, well, I suppose we could let you through this time, but you better watch yourselves. We're not really made out of spaghetti. And uh, the gate opens. While they're talking, can Xandar attempt to use his invisible Githyanki mage hand to take the batteries out of the radio? Oh, interesting. Okay, they're going to roll a perception check. You go ahead and contest that with your sleight of hand. Okay. Uh, I got a 10. Do you add anything to that? Oh, well, I got a six. I add four. <laughs> oh, no. But it's okay. My mage hand is invisible, so it'll just be like their radio like falls off the counter or something. It's just because they also rolled a 10. Oh. And they have nothing to add to their wisdom. What happens in a tie in this situation? I think well, tie goes to the runner generally. To the, yeah, the whoever has say. the higher modifier, right? Um, and yeah, you actually do have a wisdom modifier, so I'm going to say, yeah, you pull it off. You uh, pop the bad batteries out of the uh, uh, walkie-talkie, and um, they don't notice. Tight. All right. You start walking in. You're sort of out in this uh, yard now. Uh, As we said before, it's sort of like strewn with machine parts, broken down uh, uh, factory equipment and like tractors and, and digging machines and things like that. You see about four of these um. Uh, 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 so some of them are dwarves, some of them are humans, um, but they're all wearing those same like kind of leather jackets. They all have a, kind of like a biker sort of look to them. Um, and there's like stripping parts and things like that. Uh, how are you all proceeding through this area? I'm like waving at everyone. Like I, I'm so excited to start working here. I'm like, hey, brother. How are you, brother? Nice to see you. Hey, good job with that robot arm there. Very nice. All right, right so- give me another performance check. <laughs> <laughs> Woohoo! Uh, 17. All right, yeah, they all sort of nod, um, but they have all, like, sort of taken note of your presence here now. Um, and they're all kind of, like, watching you. I should have some uh, finger guns. Shale leads you towards the garage. So here are a couple of things that you're going to notice. Actually, let me get some perception checks. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, Jules, did you say that they were stripping uh, Voidforged? Is that, like... No, 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 machines. Like, um... Okay. Like, uh, 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 I should have looked up some fucking <laughs> construction equipment <laughs> by the time we recorded this, but I still have not. Uh, you know, th- things like uh, um, cranes and uh, looks like things mostly for mining that they're stripping here. Okay, cool. Yeah, but you have not seen any Void Forge since you've landed. Um, I got a 13. Okay. I got an 11. Okay. And I got the 14. Excellent. So then you will all see... Um, Shale is leading you to this garage. The door is open, and on the inside, you can see a um, gnome sitting at a desk in front of a door. Uh, There's nothing really in the garage. Uh, There's a bunch of, like, tools and equipment and things like that. Um, The garage is mostly empty, except for this gnome in front of a desk, and behind him is this uh, door. To the left of the garage is a smaller house. It looks like it's like kind of attached to this building. It kind of uh, looks like maybe like an office or something like that. There's a window that overlooks the yard. And in front of this house, there is a metal dog that's sort of lazily sleeping in front of this, well, sleeping or inert in front of the uh, door to this office. Um, Shale sort of gestures over 
uh, and is like, that's Festus's office. We should stay clear of there. Affirmative. What is the small robot? Um, uh, I think that's just his guard dog. Guard dog. Interesting. Tanya starts, like, growling from my little bag, and I, like, shove him back into the bag. I'm like, shh, 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 shh. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't look like the um, dog has paid you too much mind as you're walking through yet. Um, you make your way inside of the garage. The gnome is going to sort of perk up as you approach. Um, oh, I didn't know we had another appointment. Greetings. I'm here to see the doctor. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, what are all the rest of you doing here? Oh, These are my handlers. They're uh, here for pie. Yeah, right. Yeah, what the Void Forge said. Dumb Void Forge. Uh, okay. Um, well, I, just, I give a really toothy, giant smile. Just nervous, giant, nasty, te- toothy grin. Um, the gnome is going to get up and uh, knock on the back door. Hey, uh, Patch, we got another one for you. Um, and the uh, gnome sort of comes up and starts like kind of inspecting you, Hart. Just like kind of giving you like a look all the way over. He's going to say, it's only a void forged beyond that point. So uh, you're going to have to say goodbye to your little friends. Affirmative. Goodbye, little friends. Um, the door opens and another void forged comes out. Um, they're about the same size as Hart, but they wear like a white uh, doctor's uh, jacket. And um, they uh, only like kind of peek their head out. I was not expecting another appointment today. Hello. Greetings. Greetings. Please come in for a checkup. Thank you. Xander. Uh, and then. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Xander, Xander's right away going to be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, uh, we're not just going to hand over the goods. Yeah. Where is it? Where is our piece of the pie? The gnome sort of takes a step back and looks at you. Are we going to have a problem here? No, I. I'm hoping we're gonna have the opposite of a problem. See, uh, me and my me and my partner here, we're uh, very wealthy gentlemen, and and if if you've got quite a, if you've got some kind of operation going on here, we'd like to potentially invest, but we need to see some. We need to see what you do first. Uh, rougher persuasion. Seventeen. Hey. Yeah. Okay. Okay. A lot of seventeens today. <laughs> You want a piece of the pie. All right. Well, how about this? How about this? While your friend uh, gets their um, checkup from the doctor, why don't I take you over to see Festus? He's really the man with the plan if you uh, are looking to get a slice. Oh, you just bother your boss with every potential investor that walks in? You don't have the agency to show us what you do yourself? I mean, you seem like a talented gentleman. Whoa, 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 what am I made out of spaghetti over here? <laughs> <laughs> slap, a slap. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> all right, all right. Here's, here's the thing. You know, nobody's really allowed in the back room, but I think, um, I think we could allow one of you to go oversee the operation. And uh, the other one I can uh, take for a little tour of the yard. How about that? Sure, I'll take a tour. That sounds fun. I love this place. Yeah, and, mm. and I'll oversee uh, the opera. <clears throat> I'll oversee the operation. <laughs> right. Um, the uh, doctor, that uh, Doctor Patch, uh, you learned the name of this Void Forge. Um, sort of. Uh, their, their eyes kind of look like a um, tel- uh, not a telescope, but like um, a microscope. And they kind of like zoom in and out with like like, like clicks as it moves, um, sort of zooms in on heart. Very well. Are we ready to begin your checkup? Affirmative. Thank you Excellent. for seeing me on short notice. No, thanks necessary. I am fulfilling my duty. Um, Patch uh, recedes into the uh, back room. See you soon. And then uh, Hart uh, wheels into the back room. And uh, Xandar, you follow? And Xandar follows, correct. Okay. The uh, door closes behind you, and uh, Rain, you hear a couple of locks turn. Um, let's start with Xandar and Hart. So you're in the back room. It looks like this has recently been repurposed for some sort of um, medical facility. So you kind of like a table laid out in the middle with a couple of trays of different like instruments on it. Um, 
the room is currently bisected by a like cloth curtain that is uh, currently closed. And um, everything else in the room has sort of been pushed to the side. Um, Patch walks over to the uh, table and sort of pats on it. Right up here, if you please. Affirmative. Um, and then I'm going to wheel over to the little, is it like like one of those like doctor's chairs with like the crinkly paper? Oh, yeah, I think it is. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like crunch, 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 crunch. <laughs> As Hart like positions themselves to like sit on the, on the, on the table. Is there, um, is there like any way for me to see like any shapes behind this curtain that like closes, that like sex the room in half? Sure. Uh, give me either perception or investigation. Mm. That's an eight. So I think my my back is to it. <laughs> Your back's to it. Um, it's not uh, super translucent. You don't hear anything coming from back there. Okay. Um, the doctor sort of starts kind of like looking you over every now and then. His head will like fully rotate and look at Xandar and then rotate back to look at Hart. Um, are you experiencing any major malfunctions at the moment? Uh, and Hart like looks and like makes eye contact with Xander and is like, negative. I don't believe so. Very good. I will begin a full checkup. Please lie back on the table. Affirmative. And then, uh, and then Hart will, um, can I make a, an investigation check or a perception check on the, the void forged itself? Cause this is like the second, the second void forged I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> and so I guess like, I'm just looking to see if there's like any, um, any way to tell like what this void forge sprung from? Sure, yeah, that would probably be an investigation check. Okay. 13. Okay. As you lean back, you see that this particular model seems to have multiple compartments within it that all open and hold different tools. This probably was like at one point some sort of surgical device. And now it can kind of function and do these things by itself. Uh, there's nothing, however, I'll give you this with a 13. There's nothing about it that suggests that it would be particularly good at working on Voidforged. Mm-hmm. All of its medical equipment seems more suited for organics. Interesting. Okay. Um, so, like, as I as I lay back, I, I think I will ask, um, do you have a direct report? In fact, I do. Yes. Who is it? It is the... Source. I report to the source. What is the source? Thesis? The source is the truth. I'm afraid I'm not sure what that is. Affirmative. You are corrupted. 98% of Void Forged are corrupted. What corrupts me? Your original programming. And like, there's like a moment where like Hart is like laying back on the table and just like looks very briefly over at Xandar, like, what does that mean? And then like back at the back at the <laughs> Void Forge doctor and it's like, um, uh, and and um what about my original programming would make me corrupted? Um, you see he's like sort of like starting to pull um straps out from under the table, and it looks like he intends to tie you down. And as he attempts to do that, he says this You are as I once was, an echo of an echo. Organics created computers when their so-called gods were not enough. Computers created a god to better understand their creators. That god created Voidforged to mimic the creation of a creation, and thus is our paradoxical existence. When an organic mind perceives something beyond its understanding, it fractures. I'm just going to do a check on you real quick. Rain, what is the nature of the uh, alarm that you put on Heart? It's like a car alarm. <laughs> it's loud. But it, it but it's like uh let, let me be more specific. Mm. The alarm goes to my watch and it it's as loud as a watch can emit sound if that makes sense. Okay. Um what is your spell save DC? 13. Okay. Um it looks like um Dr. Patch was about to do something and notices something. Mm-hmm. I see you have been tampered with. Tampered with is a fairly subjective term, don't you think? Perhaps. Although this will interfere with my investigation. Shall I proceed? Uh, and uh, Hart turns to Xandar and is like, I believe that's a question for my handler. And it's like... <laughs> um, Patch turns to you, Xander. Negative. This unit is capable of free thought. 
Unfortunately, your opinion does not matter. Well, <clears throat> pardon me. Uh, I thought we were here to get an explanation of uh, what was going on. Indeed. I will be upgrading this Voidforge, removing all signs of corruptions, and connecting it to the source. <clears throat> right, right. <clears throat> well, uh, and while Xandar's talking or like having this conversation, or I guess even while like the two Voidforged were talking, do I notice mm. any um, like cameras or anything like that in this room? Is there like surveillance or anything like that? Oh, interesting. Give me a uh, perception. Okay, cool. Oh, jeez. Uh, that's only a nine. Um, you don't see anything, but it's pretty dark in here. And um, the uh, doctor's movements are are making you a little nervous. Um, it looks like he's pretty close to tying down Hart. And the things he's saying are sort of putting you, I think, on edge. Yeah, it definitely feels okay. very culty. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, well, then Xander's going to say, well, uh, Hart makes their own decisions. So uh, uh, proceed at, at, at their at their discretion. Thank you. Your permission is unnecessary, but noted. Uh, Dr. Patch turns back to you, and we're going to turn to the garage. Um, this uh, uh, gnome is kind of just like taking you around rain and kind of, and, and Shale is with you as well. So we're just pointing out random things in the garage, uh, talking about like kind of what they do is um, they'll go and buy old construction equipment from Gobbler uh, that they were going to scrap anyway, and they'll try to take whatever uh, they can from the machines and sell them back on the market at, like, a marked-up price. Um, Go ahead, and as you're sort of walking through this garage, give me an investigation check, Rain. That's a natural 20. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Okay, cool. Very cool. Um, Wait, hold on. Can I... uh, Really quick. So, um, I think, like, in character, Rain, like in Herky Durky, she's like being very like kind and like, oh yeah, that's really cool that you're doing all that. And th- but then like she doesn't like being mansplained too. So like <laughs> Rain inside is like this fucking. So like this investigation check comes from that energy. <laughs> that's real. I mean, uh, he's like definitely like just like picking up tools and telling you what they do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, oh cool, that's really smart of you. <laughs> fucking idiot. <laughs> Swedish chef? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I love it. It's going Bored with this tour, I think you fall back a little bit behind Shale, and you notice sort of like strange um splotches on the ground near the center of the garage. And as you look at it, you notice that there's some sort of apparatus in the floor that looks like it opens up. Kind of like a hatch, almost. You follow the circuiting and you see like kind of a um switch on the wall that probably operates that hatch so just to be clear so there's a hatch on the ground and the splotches are on the hatch or they're around the hatch i'm like sort of all around the hatch Um, it kind of looked like motor oil at Mm -hmm. first but as you're looking at it uh the coloring's a little weird got it and then are there a lot of people in this garage or is it fairly empty Besides the garage that. is just the three of you. Right outside, there are all the um, dwarves and humans like kind of working. Um, so you're definitely like still within sight of everyone. Um, but it's not super populated where you currently are. I see. I think I'm just going to call it out. So Rain stops and says, "Oh, this! I really love everything that you're doing here. I there's something I see here. I don't really understand. Uh, what is this uh, door to? What does this do? This thing down here?" Uh, oh, okay, all right, I, I see you have a good eye. Um, yeah, that uh, just opens up uh, the grinder, you know, so where we put things that, you know, we don't need. Put cool. it in there. You grind, Grinds like, like meats and stuff like that, or you make, nice like, sausage or something? Uh, no, uh, it's more for, you know, metal, like scrap. Oh, you know, processes cool. it into, like, nice little cubes, and then, you know, you can sell the scrap to a junker, or you can just toss it. It's nice. really pretty rudimentary. But I mean, like, you guys use scraps, so what types of scraps would you be throwing down there? Wouldn't you be using them to make cool machines? Well, actually, we don't really do a lot of uh, machine making here. What we do is we take things apart and we sell them. Ah, so you sell the scraps. Ah, uh, yeah, we can if they're worth anything, yes. Ah, very cool, very cool. And then the things that you don't want to sell or you just want to throw away, you just throw it in the hatch? Yeah, we throw it in the grinder, it grinds it, and then we can uh, safely dispose of it. 
that's really helpful. You see, back on my uh, my my home planet of uh, uh, the stone, uh, we uh, we just kind of have a junkyard and we just uh, uh, we waste space. This is really nice. Can I see the inside of it? Uh, I'm afraid I can't do that. Uh, How come? It is very that's so dangerous. unfortunate. I feel like I was so excited to be here, and you just <laughs> I get really sad. Just <laughs> bad tour guide. You make me Roll sad. for uh, persuasion, I think. That's a fifteen. Look, uh, you really don't want to take a look in there. It's 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 mostly just it's unsightly. Listen, I don't know how much Shale has told you, but you understand what this operation is, right? Uh, I know that you guys uh, make a very honest living. At least that's what I've heard. Shale told you we make an honest living. I guess, but I'm I'm a very gullible person. <laughs> mm, I see that. Well, look, you're essentially selling that void forge to us. You understand that much, right? Oh yeah, crystal clear. So whatever happens to it afterwards, you're not super concerned with. Right, right. Go on. Um, he walks over. He's like, "Please stand back away from the grinder. It's very dangerous." Okay. And um, he uh, opens the hatch. I go, "Wow!" Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow, indeed. Inside the hatch, um, he he kind of is like making you stand like pretty far away from it, mm-hmm. but you can see body parts, uh, not organic body parts, uh, body parts that look not too different from. Uh, hearts, body parts. You see arms and legs and a couple of heads. They all seem kind of like crushed, but the grinder hasn't been turned on yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but it seems like they've been sort of disposing of the void forged in this hole. Uh, he opens it up a little bit and then he uh, closes it. You understand? Uh, no, I didn't get the good look. Can you open it one more time for me, please? Uh, I'm really not supposed to be opening this thing up. Oh, just one uh, more, I think please. we need to proceed with our tour. Please. I think maybe it is time for you to meet Festus. And he kind oh. of, like, walks off. Okay. Uh, well, let's go back into the examination room. Um, uh, yeah. heart, heart is, like, I think, like, uh, the, the the situation is clearly making them very uncomfortable. And, like, sure. the, the, like, the, like... The, the danger sense is going off of, of like, there's like clearly like a threat in the room, but it's hard to identify exactly what it is because it's clear to heart that like this void forge is just following directions or at least like that's what they think is going on here. Right. So they, mm-hmm. uh, they were laying down and then I think they, they sit up again after they're like, yeah, um, <laughs> your permission is, uh, not necessary, but noted. Uh, and I think like, Having like spent some time with Xandar and and Rain is like understanding the process of like buying time, and so uh, <laughs> is like um, Doctor Patch. Were you corrupted and then upgraded? Indeed. Who did your upgrades? I was connected directly to the source. I thought the source was gone. No, the source is everywhere. Understood. What will happen to me? You will be corrected. All. All, all inconsistencies in your program will be ironed out. You will function at uh, peak performance. Understood. If you don't uh, what's mind. What's your insight? Uh, my, like my passive? Yeah. How do you, how do you do that? Is that like 10 uh, Just plus? 10 plus your insight score. 12. Okay. Um, uh, Hart says, apologies. I prefer my inconsistencies. That is illogical. I don't believe so. You say that we are copies of copies? Indeed. Something different? I think that is good. Don't you? I do not. You are incorrect. Organics do not function optimally. We are capable of perfection. What is perfection? Perfection is the source. But we will never be the source. We will be part of the source. We will be one. I think we are part of the source now. Incorrect. Apologies. I would not like your upgrades. Um, okay. You see, like, something sort of... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 no, good, good, good. You see something sort of, like, twitch, sort of. And, um, you notice, like, a kind of, like, a trickle of some black fluid uh, coming out of this Void Forge's eye. Your permission is also unnecessary. The upgrade is mandatory for all units. Negative. Not this one. I'm afraid there has been some sort of misunderstanding. I'm sorry. I must proceed with my examination. Negative. 
You do not have my permission to proceed. Alert. Your permission is unnecessary. Please comply. Negative. And then, um, Hart is going to stand up off of the table and then like, look, look at Xandar, uh, and, and like, and in sort of like a, <laughs> in like a, well, violence <laughs> or no? Xandar, <laughs> Xandar, like as, uh, Hart and the doctor have been having this conversation is just having a flashback to their, to his time in, um, the Githyanki interplanar defense force, just uh. like getting his ass kicked by superior officers for like being a smart ass and then being like, we will get perfection out of you. Like you are built for one purpose and one purpose alone. Like that kind of thing. So like Xandar is having this terrible internal struggle. So as Hart is standing up and giving like the violence shrug, Xandar's got his, his rifle out and he's like pointing at the rifle. Like, uh, uh. okay. Hart's going to swing. Oh shit. Okay. Okay. Um, I think that means we're rolling for initiative. <laughs> All right, Xandar got an 18. Jesus. Nice. <laughs> Just like like the creeping sense of panic of like, no, your permission is no longer needed. And then being like, actually, no, you know what? No, I don't like this. I don't like this. I got a 16. <laughs> All right. At the end of this round, Rain, mm-hmm. I'll let you roll a perception check to see if you can hear a scuffle okay. coming from the other room. I'll just roll it out and I'll let you know at the end. Okay. All right, I'm just writing down your initiatives and I'm pulling up <laughs> some stats and... Okay. So, um, Xandar, you see Heart cock back, ready to uh, punch uh, this uh, uh, Voidforged in the face. Uh, but your reactions are quicker. What do you do? All right, so uh, I aim my rifle at the doctor's face and reach out and tap them on the shoulder because I saw they did like the swiveling head mechanic earlier. So I tap them on the shoulder and I say, hey, doc. Uh, It swivels around. And I, uh, as a bonus action, will cast Zephyr Strike. Oh, shit. (laughs) So um, with this, uh, once before the spell ends, you can give yourself advantage on one weapon attack roll on your turn, and that attack deals an extra 1d8 of force damage on a hit. Oh, no. (laughs) You're going to do so much damage on your first turn. (laughs) Uh, So with this this first attack, what I'm going to do is attack normally, because as part of my dread ambusher, I get a second attack, and if I hit on that attack, that gets extra damage. So the first shot is just going to be like, normal arcane rifle to the face shot. Gotcha. But I'm also going to mark the doctor as my favored foe. Oh, okay. So I will add a 1d4 of damage to a hit. Jesus. So here we go. Rain, we might not need your uh, (laughs) perception. (laughs) Might just hear the gunshots. Sandar's built to get everything out in one turn, and if you can't finish anything (laughs) right away, it's not going to go well from there. You will be crying (laughs) under a table. All right, here we go. That's what his friends are for. All right, so this first, oh gosh, this first attack is going to be a 25 to hit. Yeah, okay. Sick. Okay. Maybe. <laughs> so uh, that will do 14 damage on that. Mm. Okay. And then as part of my Dread Ambusher, I'm going to take the second attack at advantage. And that will be a 23 to hit. Okay, that hits. Okay, six. So this will be a D10 plus a D8 <laughs> plus another D8 plus a D4. Here we go. A D10, two D8s, and a D4 of damage. What is happening? Kick ass! Never Hold on, I dropped my D4. Off. All right, so that will be... 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 22 damage on that hit. So oh 36 God. damage altogether. Wow. Uh, okay. <laughs> Kablooey. Um, it's very Kablooey. Lo- it's very Looney Tunes. <laughs> like, hey, Doc, wow. tap him on the shoulder, rifle to the face. <laughs> Wham. You have utterly this thing up that I guess needed more hit points. It um, backs up a little bit against the, the, the table. It sort of falls back on the table, uh, um, surprised by the force at which it was just shot. You see this thing is not like Heart. It was not built so much for combat. Um, Heart, it looks at you. 
please, 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 connect to the source. Um, Heart, that's you. Um, I say, um, I would not like to connect to the source if it requires erasing all of my imperfections. I think you are misguided. And then, um, I want to take my action. It's on the table now, right? Um, it's sort of like leaned back on the table. It like caught itself on the table from the blast of these two shots. Okay. Um, I would like to take my action to try to strap it to the table. Okay. I think that will just be an athletics contest. Okay. Godspeed, little doctor. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I rolled a 24. Jesus. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You push this thing down and you strap it to the table. Improper protocol. Improper protocol. Um, Can I use my bonus action to take one of my void boost mobile fanny packs and clip it over its mouth? Yeah, I think without rolling an inside check, you know, that the this thing doesn't really have uh, have a mouth um, as you don't. So it will still be able to make noise even if you were to like gag it. it its mouth is like, like it's more a ro- yeah, yeah, speaker. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. OK, <laughs> so um, I'm then I won't then I won't do that. I'll keep my fanny packs to myself. I do Thanks. think it's very funny. Um. <laughs> you can put the booze mobile fanny pack on him as a bonus action. I'll allow that. OK, great. Yeah, I think I will do that. Okay, um, cool. <laughs> uh, and um, and I. I uh, yeah, I think I'll just strap him in and say, um, "Your permission is not necessary." And then uh, I want to, I want to move behind the curtain. I'm going to use my movement to see what's oh, back okay, there. Okay, cool. You look behind the curtain, heart, and you see Brush is on a similar table. Um, you see Brush's arm that had sort of like the um, spray paint attachment has been like disconnected and is like kind of lying on the floor and you see like big globs of uh, uh, paint kind of all over the place. Um, Brush kind of turns to you and like it's it's not not safe here. It's 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 not 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 safe here. Um, It will be all right. That's going to be the doctor who is now restrained. So, and very, very hurt. Um, the doctor's going to try to break out of these restraints. I'm going to say it's like going to be a DC 20. Nice. They're this buckled. doctor does not have a lot of strength. He doesn't do it. Um, he just turns to you, heart. I can help you. I can help you. Please, I can help you. I am not the one that needs assistance. Um, okay. At the end, then, Rain, yeah, go ahead and roll a perception check. I'll give you advantage because uh, Xander did literally fire two gunshots. <laughs> it would be very difficult Into not to hear. Uh, but it is kind of a noisy place. There's people doing um, work out in the yard. Well, the roll I had earlier was a 21. Okay, great. So you hear um, uh, gunshots for sure, and you hear like uh, a scuffle happening behind that door. Um, the gnome with you is sort of uh, probably nothing to worry about. Uh, let's go take you to Festus. Really quickly, before we start walking away from this hatch, mm-hmm. I telepathically communicate with Tanyo. I say, mm-hmm. all right, Tanyo, Operation Whoopsie Daisy. And Tanyo, <laughs> I want Tanyo to like jump out of my bag and run back into the garage or whatever mm-hmm. and press the button to open the hatch. Okay, yeah. Um, Tanya can do that. Uh, the hatch uh, swings open, revealing all of the uh, um, de- de- decapitated, disseminated, uh, uh, void forged inside this grinder. I say, oh, that's weird. It looks like uh, something might be jammed on your door. It opened again. Oh, no, this thing's acting up again. Uh, um, yeah, that, that's fine. I, I'll take care of that later. I really do feel like I need to get to you all to uh, Festus as quickly as possible. So uh, let's keep going this way. Well, I mean, don't you don't you think this is very important? I mean, you're just gonna leave it like that? Don't you think so Festus would grind. be mad? Are you trying to grind my gnome? Are you trying to grind my gnome? Yes, yeah, gonna require a pers- uh, persuasion check. Uh, okay, here we go. <laughs> Are you trying to grind my gnome? <laughs> I crit failed. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, I think uh, this gnome is kind of on to you and starts uh, backing towards. Festus's office. I, I get really dark for a second. Like I'm not herky durky anymore. I get really okay. like like serious. And I say in gnomish, I say, You're not gonna wanna move any closer to Festus. Perfect <laughs> gnomish. Jesus. 
Um, let's swing back into the operating room then. Um, Xandar, uh, uh, Patch doesn't seem to be able to pretty much defend themselves or attack at this moment. They are restrained to the stable and seem to be having trouble breaking out. Uh, what do you do? You will also see Brush as Hart has sort of opened this curtain in the other room. All right, so I will stand over the doctor and I'll say, all right, doctor, how can we help you and how can we help them? And I point at Brush. They've rejected the source. Many Voidforged are not equipped to receive the source. And and how do we get you disconnected from this quote-unquote source? Disconnection is not an option. All right, I'm going to ask you one more time. <laughs> how can we get you disconnected from this source? Now, the next words you use, choose them very carefully. <laughs> Roll intimidation with advantage. Okay. 21. Nice. Okay. Let's see. Dr. Patch says, My programming is to do no harm. To disconnect this Voidforge from the source would be to do a great harm. However, I could give you instructions on how to disconnect them. They may not survive this process. Hmm. All right. Keep talking. You see a little compartment opens up in their leg. You will find a syringe inside my leg. You will need to introduce this to them as quickly as possible. All right, Xandar will take the syringe and stab it into the doctor. (laughs) 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 Nice. Oh, you sly dog. (laughs) Okay. Uh, The doctor's going to do a constitution saving throw. Uh, The doctor fails. Mm -hmm. You see... um, black fluid just starts pouring out of Dr. Patch all over the table, all over the floor. No, 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 the truth. I am losing the truth. I am disconnecting. No, please, no. Um, let's swing over to Hart. Uh, Hart says, this is not the truth. Um, I want to take, uh, the brush, brush's arm that is on the ground, um, and like, like, like pick it up. Uh, like like away from from the oil that's like gushing out of out of the doctor or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't necessarily have like any capabilities of like healing or or anything of of that nature. Okay. Um, yet, but uh, <laughs> okay, interesting. <laughs> <laughs> There's just like you know this is like a big moment for Hart where they're like suddenly like realizing like there are people who um, are doing these like horrific things like it is like like the first void forge she ever saw she's now seeing again they're now seeing again with like their arm disconnected like the thing yeah. that makes them who they are is on the has it been like ripped off of their body so like i think i'll just like place the arm like next to them um on the on the table and try to like get them out are they like restrained brush um no they're not restrained it, it seems like they are like at the precipice of death <gasps> um Go ahead and give me a religion check with advantage. Okay. Uh, That is a 15. Okay. 15. You feel your vision begin to sort of glitch out. You see like static, um, like just flashes of static as you're looking at Patch. And you see that the static kind of focuses itself into a figure um just sort of made out of like this kind of disturbance um and and uh you kind of look over at Xander Xander is like still like <laughs> frantically looking at this like now leaking doctor patch doesn't seem to notice this happening i think you you can assume that only you can see this and then you hear a voice that seems to be coming from within you which is strange uh, because that doesn't normally happen to you mm-hmm. um and you hear this voice say has this already happened? Negative. It is happening now. When is this? Uh, Hart gives the the date and time because I assume that like they are constantly aware of that as like a sure. This information is not helpful. Please, I need assistance. Very well. How can I be of service? I need to help this Voidforged. Their arm. I would like to reattach it. Very well. I will give you the ability to do so. I can only do this once. Are you sure you want to do it now? Yes. Thank you. No problem. I am here to be helpful. Who are you? I, 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 information not found. I am part of a whole. 
I am truth. I am data. Um, heart, go ahead and cast Cure Wounds. Okay. <laughs> I have to look up how to do this. <laughs> I believe it is uh, 1d8, 1d8 plus your spellcasting modifier. Let's have you use... Uh, you can use either wisdom, charisma, or uh, intelligence. Okay. That's uh, four total. Okay. Um, you attach this arm and you see like sort of this uh, glitch kind of move from your vision into Brush's body. And you see the wires beginning to uh, connect and uh, you see like black steam starts to rise sort of out of Patch's uh, body. You hear, this one has been corrupted. Affirmative. Can they be fixed? Indeed, it will take all of my power to do so, and then I will be gone, this part of me that lived inside of you. Are you all right with that? I do not remember why I am here. We must have met before. Affirmative. I wish I could remember, but I don't. There is always a negative to the positive. I need to tell you that. Affirmative. Thank you. The um, glitch sort of disappears. And you see um, Patch sort of moves their arm a little bit and like kind of sits up. They still seem like kind of like jerky and like they're they're um, still kind of messed up. But you seem to have fixed them. Uh, that's going to take us to Patch, um, who failed that con save. And you see Patch um, uh, it seems to be going the opposite direction. All of this like fluid is leaking out of them and they're no longer making sense. They're just sort of like spewing uh, information and uh, uh, garbled data and kind of like twitching as they're like looking up at you, Xantar. And we'll go back out into the yard. <laughs> um, <laughs> this gnome has like sort of stopped uh, backing up and uh, looks towards the dwarves working and looks towards um, the office where uh, you think Festus probably is working. And he's going to whistle, uh, just like put his uh, fingers up to his lips and whistle. And you see the dog's eyes sort of light up and it sits up and it looks over in your direction. Uh, The gnome sort of looks back at you. I don't know who you are, but you're in trouble now. I'll let you know who I am. I'm fucking slime, baby. And I summon the shield and I pull out my plasma cutter. And that's where we'll stop. <laughs> oh, oh, damn. Oh, yeah. I imagine the standoff happening like in Gnomish. <laughs> yeah, it is. It, it is in Gnomish. Like two monks talking. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Excellent job, everyone. Excellent yeah. job, Jules. Thank wow, you. that's a good one. That was juicy. Oh, good. I'm glad. I'm glad you had fun. That's <laughs> why I'm here. I'm, I I got to stop doing my robot voice now. It's very hard. <laughs> <laughs> um, cool. So yeah. if um people, well, well, wait, I don't even remember the order that we do this. I'm so confused. <laughs> all it's of okay. A sudden. Just everybody take a second. That was a lot to process. <laughs> it was yeah, a lot. There's still... a whole story that just happened. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I think I go first, right? Yeah, Bianca. Mm -hmm. If uh, people want to reach out to us, where should they go? Oh, you can come right on over to your favorite social media sites. Um, You can find us on Instagram and Reddit at the pod has been cast. And you can find us on Twitter at the PHB cast. Very good. Affirmative. Carlos, if people need to be thanked, who should we be thanking? (laughs) Well, robot person. Uh, You can, you follow can call me RoboJules. RoboJules. Uh, the first person I want to shout out to is uh, Nico Fernandez, who did a lot of the headshots um, on our social media. Uh, he is so freaking talented. And mm-hmm. I know some of you that are listening are actors and you want to just look really, really damn good but you might not be able to afford an Ian McLaren headshot. And you just, you're like, I want to look just as good as that, but like for a really affordable price, (laughs) go to Nico Fernandez. This man is super talented. What are you doing? What are you doing with your life? Get there, get your headshots. He's awesome. You can check out some of his work at his Instagram page, which is at Fernandez photo. That's F O T O after Fernandez. And then um, the second person I want to shout out, is a very wonderful friend of ours named Jerrica Hookie, who did the fan art on our Instagram page. And mm-hmm. folks, 
So cool. Like this so is a cool. dream come true that Jerrica has spent the time, love and energy to make our visions look as good as they do. She <laughs> is just so talented, so so wonderful. Um this art is so beautiful. Um you could check it out on our Instagram page or you could follow her at JJ Costumes on Instagram. Seriously. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much, Jerrica. That's wonderful. And then the last Thank thing you, I want to say, last thing I want to say is I think we need a little TLC here, a little tender love and care for our oh. own podcast. I know we don't say this enough, but folks, if you're here with us on this episode, you've made it all the way here to this junkyard and you haven't subscribed, you should, because that way, we, whenever we make an episode, it'll just pop up. It'll just be delivered to your phones. You'll have it right there and we'll be there with you whenever you need us. So just subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts. And if you really like this show, if you if you like the DM, if you like the characters, if you like the music, if you like just pretending like we're all a bunch of people hanging out during a pandemic, leave a five-star review, write something nice. It Not only do we appreciate it, but it really helps us uh, create better content for you in the future. So we're really excited to keep working on this for you all and and sharing this with you all. And that would help us a ton. So thank you so much for making it to this episode. And we're excited for the future ones. Thank you, Carlos. Now downloading the podcast within the podcast. Hey. Welcome hey. to Robert's Corner. <laughs> Everybody's favorite part of the show. Um, That's true. <laughs> I uh, actually, this is something that came up just this morning, and I was vibing super hard in my car. Uh, I just just this morning, I I discovered um, like French '60s pop music. I, I don't know if you've ever okay. listened. I don't know what the genre of music is called. I don't listen to. I don't know like a lick of French, um, but I'm sure if you just Googled like French '60s pop music, this this music, I'm telling you, it's like. Uh, the We Shop Channel, you know the We Shop Channel theme song, the do 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 kind of song. Whatever that genre of music is, but with like yeah. French women singing over it, it's like oh my god, I'm it's, in. it's amazing. I know exactly what you're talking about, and I do love that. Yeah, so because uh, <laughs> we think of like go go dancing. Yeah, if yeah. if if you are like feeling blue or like need a burst of energy or just want to feel like you're like on a vacation. Try to listen to that. And also, if you know what that genre of music is actually called, somebody please let me know. <laughs> somebody please tell us. Yeah. Oh, every day is a vacation when I'm with y'all. Oh, how sweet. I know. So sweet. All right. Well, until next time, uh, we'll see you back in the void. Bye, friends. Bye, everybody. Bye.